Welcome to this week's podcast, Woman Who Chat, where I'll be interviewing women in business who share their inspirational stories and their top tips, especially for you. My name is Sandra Garlick and I'm the founder of Woman Who, and I'm delighted to bring these interviews to you each week to inspire you so that you can achieve in the future. Welcome to Woman Who Chat, and today I'm here with Sue Palmer Comp, the divorce doctor. So come on, Sue, tell us, you don't actually, well, I know you're a doctor, you're a doctor by name, but you're not a medical doctor. So what do you do? Do you put people back together again, or do you prevent the divorces happening in the first place? A bit of all of it, really. I can work with people when they're at that, you know, sort of makeup or breakup stage, right the way through to once they've gone through the divorce and take them through a divorce recovery programme. Yeah, yeah. And I know you've just launched some cards, haven't you, to to help people. Tell us about those. Yeah, the cards are aimed at people planning to get married, but they don't actually plan the marriage. They plan the wedding, but they don't plan the, the marriage. So I'm trying to prevent people right from the start, getting the people to to communicate properly because poor communication or breakdown in communication is the biggest cause of divorce. That's really, really inspiring, actually, because, you know, if you think about it, you're all loved up, you get married, it's all about the wedding, it's all about the build-up, and then suddenly there's no manual for this. You're just left, aren't you? And I suppose, I mean, we hear about prenuptial agreements, but really... That's more about the financial side. Nobody looks at that, how to be a married person and how to live in a marriage and how to ask those awkward questions, I suppose. Well, that's right. I was talking to someone the other day and they said that they hadn't even talked about having children before they got oh. married. And she really didn't want any children. But her husband did. They eventually did have children. She agreed and she loves them to bits she would have quite happily gone on without any children, but had never talked about it. That really resonates with me because I was of the decision when I was much younger that I wasn't going to have children. And I was almost pushed into that. I love my boys to bits and I've got grandchildren now, I wouldn't be without them. But it wasn't something we talked about before, well, before we got divorced ultimately, but it wasn't something that we talked about before we got married. It wasn't, nor was, I think we talked more about having a dog. And that's a bizarre thing. You know, we focused on what we thought was important to us at that time. And we didn't have the children conversation. You know, it was all about the house and it was all about what dog we were going to (laughs) have. That's funny. (laughs) The other thing is people don't actually talk about their attitude towards money. Mm. And, you know, if you've always been a, a saver and you marry a spender or somebody who can't you you know the money just flows through their fingers for various reasons you know that's so difficult and so these cards do they pose the questions then for couples to talk about they do they come under there's nine categories and it's communicating about love there's something about conflict So conflict style, conflict management, there's um, making choices, there's challenges, there's children, there's cash. You'll see they all begin with C or CH. There's care, 
career and I can't think for the life of me what the ninth one is but it'll come soon but anyway they're all and I I don't shy away from asking the awkward questions wow that is really I've never heard of that before so that's quite unique and then tell us about you you're just about to publish a book aren't you right it's out on the 22nd of November which is my birthday so it's a birthday present to me good for you (laughs) (laughs) it takes the questions from the cards and it gives an explanation about why those questions are important to discuss wow so so the cards and the book really go hand in hand that would be the perfect toolbox to anyone before they go into a a marriage really Mm -hmm. yeah I mean I've been approached by a number of wedding celebrants so that they can put either the card or the book in with their preparation box yeah fantastic yeah great idea so you know I know your story you have a fantastic story you've been through divorce yourself so did you I put you on the spot here before you met your your current husband <laughs> your husband did you go through any of those questions do you think with him the second time around having the knowledge that you've now got absolutely I definitely did we we talked in great detail about our attitude towards marriage towards stepchildren because obviously we were too old by then to have our own children but you know sort of it, it hasn't stopped disagreements, mm-hmm. but at least we know how to solve those problems. We know how to talk. Yes. And, you know, there's nothing off the table to talk about. And I think, you know, from my own experience of going through a divorce and, and from speaking to a lot of people I know, it, you're right, it is communication. And when one of you shuts down and there is no two-way communication anymore, it, it's very difficult so almost pre-asking those questions before they come a problem is probably a better way around to to avoid not the conversations but avoid those issues becoming big issues yeah and it's 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 airing all those problems and looking for potential solutions before they become a problem yeah and that's the same in business really isn't it identify yeah. All the likely scenarios and, and think, well, what happens if that? Well, OK, well, I've got a plan B for that. And, and it's almost having those conversations that you would in business or with your business partner or the next one ought to be the business divorce because I've been through one of those as well. And that, do you know what, that's as, almost as painful as going through a divorce when you've got a business partner yeah. and, a, and a, a business splits. You know, I, I've, I've helped a lot of people through that during my legal career. And that can get as just as messy as a family divorce. Yeah. Even worse, though, is when you're in business with your spouse. Spouse, Absolutely. Absolutely. So you've got the cards, the books are coming out on your birthday. So happy birthday for that. And what else are you looking to do at the moment, Sue? We've also just launched a new company, the Family Transition Company, looking to work with organisations of various sizes to make them aware of the effects of divorce on their employees and on their bottom line, mm. because people just do not think about how much they're losing because some of their staff are going through divorce. You know, you lose 40% of productivity for anything up to 
two or three years. Wow, that that's significant, and especially if it's a a key individual, you know, um, yeah. somebody who's quite senior in the organisation. If they're going through that and trying to do their role, they're not going to be performing to their full potential, are they? No, not at all. I mean, the the average age for divorce is between forty five and fifty five now, mm. and you know that is trending towards the uh, the more senior positions. Mm. Mm. Do you think that's because people are getting married later or is it second time around us or is it is it just when the kids have flown the nest? I think it's a combination of all those, but definitely it ties in with the woman going through menopause, which also ties in with kids flying the nest mm. and, you know, looking at what next. Because life expectancy now is 80 plus you know, one in eight of us will live to 100. Wow. And, you know, when you think you get to 50, you might have, if you both live that long, you might have 40 or 50 years together. And if you don't really like the person that's sitting down at the breakfast table, you either have to do something about it or get rid you know, I hadn't even considered that. Not that I'm with anybody at the moment, but, you know, you hit 50 and you've got a life, long life expectancy. Yeah. I mean, my mum's 91 at the moment, so I'm quite hopeful. But, you know, that potentially gives you another 40 years of life left, doesn't it? Yeah. It's, um, yeah, it's a big, big undertaking to stay with somebody if you're not happy. Um, yeah. You sort of talk about divorce and everything like that but one of the issues that everyone's facing at the moment is cost of living crisis increased expenditure you know reduced income maybe so obviously that can be a tension within a marriage and cause a lot more divorce so if people haven't had these conversations up to now and they're wanting to do something to almost protect their marriage at this stage to avoid going through a divorce as well as going through the challenges of the nation that we've got what piece of advice would you give them I mean I call it the cost of loving not just the cost of living yeah because it is impacting but the big thing is you must communicate if you don't communicate you lose connection and once you lose connection you start going not just in parallel lines but you start diverging and that's the beginning of the end so you know talk openly be be authentic be honest be open with each other and probably be yourself as well because sometimes people go into a marriage trying to portray one thing but they're not themselves and you know actually sharing those challenges that you have because yeah. I, I imagine that there are going to be you know lots of redundancies and things like that which again puts a pressure on a marriage doesn't it yeah yeah but it, I mean it, it's not just you know I, the book is not just for people that are going into marriage it's the people that have been reading the the pre-launch version of it says oh my god I've learned so much oh wow I can't wait to get my hands on a copy <laughs> <laughs> 
I might learn something, you know, uh, before I meet the next Mr. Whoever. <laughs> Let's see. It's been absolutely fantastic chatting to you, Sue. And, you know, I wish you all the best with the book launch and everything that's happening at the moment. It sounds like you've got a lot going on, which I think is absolutely fantastic. And with the new company as well. It's been great talking to you. That's Sue Palmer Con. <laughs> Thank you for joining the Woman Who Chat weekly podcast this week. I hope you enjoyed it. You can join me next week to hear another inspirational woman in business. In the meantime, you might want to visit womanwho.co.uk to find out how you can start your Woman Who journey.